I'm Kate Daniels. Heart health. We just can't stress strongly enough the very focused attention we need to pay to keeping our heart in great shape. And if we do that, it's really going to make our overall health really great. I think that if we hear a personal story, it can really cut right to the quick. And so we have with us for this very reason, Tom Bettisworth, a man who had one of these heart episodes and is very committed to helping us get a heart health focus. So too, his wife, Amy Bettisworth, who is director of the local Heart and Stroke Walk. Let's meet them and get the bigger picture. Good morning, Tom and Amy Bettisworth. It is so wonderful to have you join us this morning. Thank you for having us, Kate. Thanks for letting us come this morning, Kate. Thank you. It's really both wonderful and a little bit kind of gut-wrenching, the reason that we're here. Wonderful because we're going to get out and really support the Heart Association, have a great walk and connect with people. We're going to give some good education. But the reason we're here is a little bit tough because, Tom, uh, you're here to share a story that happened, what, about five years ago for you? Five years ago, yes. And what happened? I had an episode, a heart attack. It started at work. I ignored the symptoms at work, but my cohorts at work knew that I wasn't feeling well. They put me to the sidelines, and um, eventually I ended up driving myself home, which is probably not a good thing, um, especially as far away as it was. Went home with the symptoms still, a sharp pain coming through my front all the way to the back on my shoulder. And I um, told Amy that I'm just not feeling very well, you know, and we kind of said, well, why don't you lie down and and see what happens. And if you don't feel any better, I went through the whole night that way. Yeah, Kate, we really uh, just kind of ignored it. And we, in hindsight, I just can't believe it took us so long to get him to the doctor. I mean, that, that was a long period. Uh, into the next day, and then it was finally, well, let's take you up to urgent care. So you didn't go to work the next day? No. No. Okay. I actually hung out and went outside <laughs> and tried to do yard work through the pain. So you're still having this pain going on mm-hmm. and into your back, yes. and you're saying... I don't believe you're there. Yeah, and then it got to the point where it was so excruciating. I was just laying down on the deck, and my dog was there by my side, I remember, and I was just like, this is terrible. If you want to just take me now, that's fine. And I could just see the sunlight up there, and I was just laying on my back on the deck and just going, enough of this, you know. And finally I called Amy, and we went up to urgent care instead of the emergency. (laughs) let alone call an ambulance, which is what people should do. I mean, right away. And that was thought about at work, you know, but of course it was never done right. And urgent care at MultiCare was awesome. And they said, you're not supposed to be here. You're going down to emergency. Yeah, they, they said you shouldn't be at urgent care. You need to go directly to emergency room. We will call an ambulance or Amy, you have to drive him right now. And I did drive him. And they had the emergency room all ready for us. They had a gurney right there, and they said, you're going in right now. Urgent care called ahead, and so they were ready for us. And still we were in denial, thinking, oh, my gosh, this is just, it can't happen to us. We're healthy people. We don't have time for this, and we're young. And Tom was 55 at the time. Yep. 
and we just it was all the signs of denial and we were, we thought we were too busy to have uh, medical issues and we really <laughs> let alone are, deal with them yes. yeah we so the doctor came in they took a blood test and tom was on the operating table getting stents put in within about an hour so just it that was, fast holy cow it was crazy yeah, and it, it was can amazing. happen and we are really here to just say be aware of what your body is telling you and be each other's best advocate. Um, if people are having symptoms of pain, heaviness on the chest, uh, get it checked out right away. Get Call the ambulance if you're by yourself. Call 911 so that the care really starts when the EMTs get there and it's faster than even taking yourself to the hospital. You don't want to drive. Call 911 and even if it turns out to be indigestion or something else, it's better to have it checked out than have, uh, you know, permanent damage or, or worse. So um, yeah. I'm just we're so grateful that we had good care and really luck was on our side. Yes. I feel that you're a miracle, actually, Tom. Yeah, well, to go that long of a period, I probably am, to tell you the truth. Yes. I mean, given my family history, my dad had heart attacks um, in his early or late 40s. My brother, older brother, two years older than me, same thing in his early 40s. And, and my younger brother, two years younger than me, same thing. Um, so I knew it was there. You know, there was no reason why I should ignore it, you know, because they all had it. I mean, I thought I was immune to it because I wasn't like them. I wasn't overweight. I was a pretty active person. I didn't smoke cigarettes, which I always thought was a big thing, you know. But that's it not is. always this. I mean, it is a big thing, but... You know, that doesn't leave me, you know, not susceptible to it. I mean, there was a lot of other things that led up to it, definitely. So, and, and I think maybe that's a really important piece of this is you were doing all the right things. Many of us are going to say, I'm doing all the right things. I'm just fine. But like you, Tom, there's that family history then that we have to take into account. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that, that's a big part. But also... I didn't take care of my body as well as I should have. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, I didn't do some of the vices and stuff, but... You had a stressful job. I had a stressful job, okay. you know, that was very timing. And um, I took really that stress... Didn't go to the doctor very much. Yeah, didn't go to the doctor as much as checkups <laughs> as I should have, especially when you're over 50, guys. Um, and then I definitely should have, you know, made sure that I looked at everything... And just as soon as the symptoms happen, I should have just known to but, do something about it. So is is that kind of a male thing? Or what do you think, Amy? I, yeah, I could almost <laughs> think so. I, I don't know. I think people these days were just so busy that and we just don't want it to happen. That's so true. I don't know that it's, it's just the denial. Man. You don't want you don't want to deal with the issues. I mean, I think messing a, up with your lifestyle uh, in talking. Um, a lot of it is um, embarrassment of having the ambulance come to your house or mm. you don't want to have to pay the bills for an ambulance. And. Just in hindsight, it's it's just so much better to get it checked out um, so that you can get it taken care of right away or just get answers and, and start taking care of yourself. I think about us being, you know, here at 2019, we know more, we've had so much more information because about 20-some years ago, my mother was in kind of a similar situation. She was at the hospital visiting felt sick, nauseous in her case, which is mm -hmm. often the case for women, went home 
decided to lay down. Like, didn't you do that? Yeah, yeah, I I'm did gonna that. Take a nap. It'll <laughs> yeah. go away, yes, right? Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And also, didn't want ambulances coming to the house because of the noise. So I can't believe in about twenty years this story hasn't changed. Uh, yeah, no. I, I, you know, you always talk about other people, and oh my gosh, they that this happened to our friend, and I can't believe they didn't go. But it, re- you really have to be each other's best advocate, your coworkers' best advocate. And really just remember, if people are not feeling right, if it's not their normal, if you're not feeling like it's your normal, go to the doctor. Get yourself checked out because um, there could be real serious problems and you don't want to mess around with it. Exactly. Um, Cardiovascular disease, which includes heart disease and stroke, take the lives of one in three individuals in the U.S. I mean, that is crazy. One in three people. Um, and so we just want to get the word out that much of it can be preventable with good diet, proper exercise, um, re- reduction in stress. But really, we just want to say, uh, get yourself to the doctor. Don't ignore those signs, when, the symptoms, if they happen. And yours is such an incredible story, I feel, Tom, you know, with all of the denial and then then to the side of this, you've got your whole family history, is really now five years have passed, and you're looking great. Thank you. (laughs) I lost, um, after the episode, I went through rehab with uh, Multigare, and they taught me certain things to do about your stress. We went through classes. Um, I did exercise so they could check and see where I was at. I lost from going in at 210 on my episode down to 178. Wow. And to this day, I'm still at 180, so I have kept that weight off. And that is the biggest part. And my body can really feel it. I mean, I feel so much better in the things I do. I get in lots of steps. I suggest people get a dog because after that, (laughs) That was all I did was walk, 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 and and there was anywhere between ten to 20,000 steps a day, you know, of walking the dog and stuff around the house. That kept me in that shape, and I kept that weight off, I do believe. I mean, you don't necessarily have to do exercises because we've all gone through that where we go to the gym and we don't live up to it, you know, mm -hmm. after a couple months and stuff. Um, I think the best thing you can do, which I always do, is like, Gardening, that's a big part of my life now, you know, Um, getting out there and bending and stretching and pulling and, you know, the dog as well, you know, and then hiking and stuff that I do and the golfing and stuff. It it really, those kind of fun activities help you with that. And then I've taken stress out of my life. That's a big part. You didn't quit your job. I did. Oh, you did? I did end up. Going into retirement out of my job because it was just, it was a time, you know, for a change. Yeah. And I feel so much better about it. I went into a different line of business for a while and I thought that was kind of fun, you know, but now I've kind of just taken it easy and kind of gone to the house and let Amy do her thing and I do my thing at home, you know, and take care of the household and it works out really well right now. Lucky me, isn't aren't I? We have a great yard. Um, I have a career that I uh, love, and I mean, what better synergy is there than um, I get to work for the American Heart Association and 
promote the Heart and Stroke Walk in Tacoma and Seattle and raise funds for a really great cause um, with uh, the mission to improve the health of our community. And uh, I just feel really, really blessed to be able to be sitting here and chatting with you right now. Kate, can I just say that my wife has taken jobs that have affected her family, including me, and put them into use as her business, her crusade. It started with her dad's side of the family. And I just want to say that she's one of the better parts of that in that she just has found these jobs, makes it a crusade, and I'm so proud of her. Oh, thanks, for Tom. You're, part, you're a big part of, of it all working out, so it's, it's good. And actually, you know, there is a piece of that that which is wonderful, and I congratulate you for being able to find that, Amy. And I think there's a message for all of us to find something we love, because if we're loving it, mm-hmm. I guess we could, it could get stressful, but if we're loving it, there's just a real healthy aspect to it, you know, that's going to keep us motivated and, and really moving in the right direction. Absolutely. I mean, we all have jobs, and not every job is perfect. All jobs are not perfect every moment, but you really have to just, I find being grateful every day for the really good things in my life, my family. I'm really lucky to be able to help other people have better lives, healthier lives. So so on that note, and you mm-hmm. were saying that you work with promoting the walks, so yeah. that's one of the big things here, is telling these stories. It's important to have that connection, like, Yes, heart disease isn't the number one killer here in America for no reason. And Tom, you know, it hasn't killed you, thank God. (laughs) I think you're here to tell the story. Why not? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's most of uh, the good news is about 80 percent of heart disease and stroke can be prevented. And staying active and leading a healthy lifestyle is critical to reducing your risk for heart disease and stroke. And really, I am Tom and I want you all to come out and celebrate at one of the heart walks where um, it's on October 5th at Cheney Stadium is the South Sound Heart and Stroke Walk. The walk itself is a 5K um, at 9 a.m. The party starts at 7.30 with kid-friendly activities, and you can bring your dog, and we, you know, lots of community teams and corporate teams. The Seattle event is uh, the same time, and it's actually on a different day. It's on October 12th at the Seattle Center. It's at Fisher Pavilion, um, and it also has uh, community teams and corporate teams. So much fun. There's music and there's sponsor booths. There is lots of information about heart health and stroke information, where you can get help, where you can, uh, there's more resources, there's health checks, there's blood pressure checks. And so uh, we would love to see you all out there. And if you want to sign up on a team or create a team or donate to someone, just go to heart.org forward slash Puget Sound, and you'll connect. You either put in somebody's name that you know is on a team, and you'll find it, or create your own team or make a donation. And chances are we do know someone touched by this. And so we might find that they're involved. Maybe they're not. We want to walk in their name or ask them to be involved in a walk, right? Absolutely. The... Um... The event is a celebration. We we love to celebrate the survivors like Tom and um, just kind of support them. And also we like to, it's a remember. We like to remember the people that we've lost and um, 
it's great for families to just kind of come together and remember our loved ones and um, and support the research that um, will save other lives. So that was the best part about the event. The first time I did it was last year at Tacoma, and just the chance that you get to be there down on the field, um, which you usually can't do on most base professional baseball f- fields, you know, in Seattle, I know you can't. Um, and it was fun just walking around, seeing all the people remembering and all the stuff they had uh, that they had out there posted for remembering. They even had it up on the uh, on scoreboard, the Jumbotron, Jumbotron mm-hmm. uh, live feed of their Facebook feeds going by of people putting it up, streaming it on Facebook. So you don't even have to be there. You can watch it virtually, you know, which and was sometime- really neat. Which is great. That's a good point to make that, yes, it's great to come out and do the walk. We're Mm going to get our steps in for sure. Uh Mm -hmm. That's a good thing. Come to either or both even, but virtually because who knows what comes up in our busy lives. Yes, exactly. Everybody's busy. We've got soccer games. We've got work. We've got so much things. But you can still support by being a virtual walker. And um, all you have to do is just go to the website and sign up on somebody else's team or create your own team. And even if you're not there the day of, you can still support by fundraising and you will get lots of information about heart health and um, about the event. And um, you can you can definitely support your friends and family, even if you're not going to be there that day. They can sign up on my team. Tom's Tickers. Tom's Tickers. Yes. Okay, remember that. That's a cute name. Thank you. <laughs> it's very fitting. It's still going. He wants a lot of people on his team. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Um, building the team, you know, having that community is great. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, Amy, it is it is a fundraising event and effort that's going on. That's really key here because? Because we want to raise as much money as we can for research and for programs in our community to improve the health of all individuals. And it provides research for the technology to improve surgeries, to improve outcomes for those with heart disease. And the walk itself is really fun. As I said, it's a 5K. There's a 1K warrior walk is what we call that for people who are survivors and don't want to do the whole 5K. Um, and then also supporters for those survivors as well. And there's so many different ways to support. If you sign up on the fundraiser and have your own page, you can send out emails, you can put it out on Facebook, and it's just really, really fun to share with others your reason why you want to support, whether it's your family member or your coworker. I mean, as you said, one in three people have some sort of a cardiac event, and so we all know someone that we want to support. There's a lot of families out there with the same history as my family. I mean, there are so many out there. Even after I had my heart attack, then my mom a year later, or not even a year later, within the year, she had an episode too. So, I mean, it affects families a lot. And people can deal with it. They can reflect. I've since, th- since then, my dad has passed away. And so it gives me a great chance to reflect on him have them in my memories, you know, and then my family members, they all kind of support them and think about them, you know. It's a good way for families to just rekindle and know that they got to take care of themselves and they can reflect, you know, on those that they lost. Right. And your dad is probably walking with you. He is. He's my, um, 
uh, he's my hummingbird is what we call him. <laughs> uh-huh. He has a paint. We have a painting in our house that was depicted to us by a local artist in Tacoma. Um, it first started out with Amy's uh, mom. Um, she passed away from cancer. And so she became a monarch butterfly a symbol. And then my dad passed away a few years after that. And uh, he became the hummingbird picture. Yeah, so the honey, hummingbird. When we so see hummingbirds, we just think, like oh, there's the, Roy. Yep, just the other day <laughs> yeah. we were at, yeah. over on our... Yeah, so, it, I mean, we, the whole Bettisworth clan will be out there um, for the walk. And um, Tom's Tickers is going to have a good showing. And... Um, there's just so many great other community teams out there that are, that are doing the same thing. They're out there with their families because they're remembering someone that was so important to them and they want to do something really good in the community. And so uh, there's just so there's just opportunity to, yeah. to really have a great day. And just even if you're brand new to it, and you want to try something new. It's just fun to be out there with other people that are like minded. And it's there's healthy food and snacks and drinks out there. There's lots of kids, and it's dog-friendly, so bring your dog on a leash. <sighs> and um, it's, it's just a great, great day. And let's mention the website once again at this point. Absolutely. It's um, heart.org forward slash Puget Sound, and that will link you to one of the one of the two walks in our area. Uh, the Tacoma Walk is at Cheney Stadium on October 5th, and the Seattle Walk is October 12th at Seattle Center. Which is great. So an opportunity for both or either yeah. or virtually, you know, everyone has an opportunity in some way to participate. Absolutely. Whether it's actually being there um, or just supporting your coworker or uh, your, your team, your family member or coworker just by being on their team or just by giving a donation and or creating a Facebook fundraising page. Um, there's just lots of different ways. There's a really cool app, the HeartWalk app that... For um, anybody, everybody that's on their phone all the time, you don't even have to just go to your computer. You're on your phone and you can send texts. You can check your Facebook page. You can see um, who's donated to you and get updates from about the walk. So uh, it's really a great um, tool to have and use, and it's really fun. Have you done the app yet, Tom? I have not done no, the okay. app all oh, the way through. Homework tonight, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that you have to, just wondered, you know, if, if that was part of your repertoire. But it sounds with doing... It's your... pretty cool when I was at the event last year, just watching their Jumbotron stream live, you know, all the pictures and the videos going by and stuff up there on the big screen. Yeah, we And have... knowing that it was going along on the internet as well. So Yeah, yeah we have big um, corporate sponsors that um, and big community teams that are, are companies that um, have a lot of their workforce there and it's just really fun. They come out for group photos and they wear uh, matching t-shirts <laughs> and so the teams really get into it and kind of are competitive with who can have the most fun and who can have the biggest presence there and it's just another way to really um, just have a big impact and um, ha- really have a great day there. So wonderful. You're obviously very enthused about it. And it's not just because you work for the Heart Association. I'm not sure what the sequence of, of that was. But with Tom and all that's happened in the last five years, I can see how there's just this passion to get the word out and and to see you, Tom, you know, as vibrant as you are, when, <laughs> when you consider five years ago, I still think of it as being a miracle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
take it for what it's worth. You just have to not let things take stress on your life because that's what brings you down. That's what leads people in a downward spiral and don't take care of your body. Then you'll feel the results later on. I think the best thing people can do is families can start with their kids at an early age and make sure that they're just working, you know, not necessarily, I mean, yes, eat right and stuff, but just, you know, try to lead them down a a good, healthy path, you know, especially if you have any family history. Yeah, and I think we've talked about... um Get those yearly checkups, especially if you have a family history. Talk to your doctor about it, and your provider can help you with um, medications or just a plan to um, really kind of monitor yourself and just stay on track. And so I I think those are the big messages that that we want to share with people are to really know what your normal is, what are you feeling, be each other's advocate. If you're not feeling right, make sure you get to the hospital call 911 and get the ambulance there and you know just watch out for each other and have fun i mean there's so many f- we used to watch a lot of tv and you know we thought we were really healthy but now tom and i have started, get up and move tom definitely. and i have taken up hiking and we have a goal to hike mount st helens um in october after these walks and (laughs) we've been training and so well we'll see if we do it but um (laughs) it's really just been fun hanging out with each other and um getting up and getting moving every day yep and looking great thank you (laughs) thank you Do, do you feel younger than perhaps you did prior to five years ago uh depends on which decade (laughs) yes definitely i mean i am now in my 60s and um, I say I feel way better than when I was in my 40s, <laughs> uh, 30s. I don't remember too much about that other than eating too much junk food. Um, so, yes, definitely. I think at 60, I am the new 30. So, Oh, great. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we get lots of projects done there. Uh-oh. <laughs> Wait, can oh. I retract that? <laughs> maybe hiking uh, the Pacific Coast Trail. Yeah, oh there my go. gosh, it's a dream. Um, maybe not all in one shot, but <laughs> That's um, a big it would step. be really, really fun to do something. We just uh, like kayaked around Anderson Island for uh, five hours. Yeah, that was this last weekend. We set a goal, and we're like, you know, we're just going to go slow. And it was a beautiful day on Saturday when we went, mm-hmm. and... We thought we could do it. Other people have done it, and it took us probably a little bit longer than everyone else, but we had a great day, and we did it. So yeah. we're really happy about that. And so what if it took you longer? It's, you probably just had a great time. So oh, yeah. what does it matter, yeah, right? it didn't matter. Being it outside really is beautiful. all that matters. Yeah. So well, we're so lucky to live in the Northwest and all yes. the great access to recreation and the beauty that we have here, and we are just grateful now that we're older and um, taking advantage of it. So mm-hmm. And wiser. Yes, definitely wiser. (laughs) As they say. (laughs) And, of course, this wisdom came at a price, but fortunately not a really devastating price, Mm -hmm. which is we're all thankful for, and I'm sure the two of you are most thankful for. But um, all of us need to hear the message. I I think you both say probably you can't underscore that enough, the message of taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, just... You just take time, reflect. Um, We all know that eating junk food is not a a smart idea. Just make better choices. Eat more vegetables. I like to say, listen to your mother. Eat your vegetables (laughs) and get some exercise. And 
don't ever take up smoking and um, really just just listen to your body and take the time to to do things that you enjoy. Well, it sounds like you're both living testaments to that and a good way to maybe get started if this is kind of you're feeling a tug at your heart about this is uh, check out the website. Absolutely. Um, Again, it's heart.org forward slash Puget Sound. And that has just lots of information about heart and stroke information. We'll also take you to the Heart Walk, uh, one of the Heart Walks that you can sign up for. But really, it's such a great resource out there if you're ever looking for any kind of information. So it's a really great tool. Well, you are wonderful spokespersons with a obviously a very strong connection to the Heart Association and to these walks and to life, I believe. And I just am so grateful that you want to share your story and use it as inspiration for all of us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for giving us the opportunity, Kate. We really appreciate it. Well, Amy and Tom, it's been wonderful to have you here. Thank you greatly. You're welcome. Now we turn our focus to our Sunday morning shout out. To Pacific Medical Center's PacMed, who proudly supports the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention is a voluntary health organization that gives those affected by suicide a nationwide community empowered by research, education, and advocacy to take action against this leading cause of death. They are dedicated to saving lives bringing hope to those affected by suicide, and creating a culture that's smart about mental health by engaging in these core strategies. That's funding scientific research, educating the public about mental health and suicide prevention, advocating for public policies in mental health and suicide prevention, and supporting survivors of suicide loss and those affected by suicide. The Out of the Darkness Community Walks are getting underway in many communities locally and across the country. Check this website, www.afsp.org, to find one that's near to you. PacMed is partnering with Swedish and Providence St. Joseph Health this year for the October 20th Walk at Seattle Center's Fisher Pavilion. It's an opportune time to come together, to learn, to connect, to clearly see that we are not alone and that together we are going to find the way out of the darkness. Let's walk together and together we will feel supported. We will have support. To learn more or join your local walk, please visit afsp.org today.